Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Perke Avos. This year we'll be talking Mishnah of Perke Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say here in Season 5 with the commentary of the Sforno and the notes and translation of Rabbi Pelkovitz. We have just a couple more Mishnahs before we take our spring hiatus, our Pesach Passover hiatus. God willing, we'll come back and go to the end of the school year until Pirkei Avos takes us to the end, and God willing, we'll take our summer hiatus and come back, Bli Neder. So we're up to chapter 4, Parag Dalit Mishnah Chav Gimel, paragraph 23, all about the importance of timing and the importance of proper placement and understanding a person and their position and the timing involved. Rabbi Shimon ben Elezer Omer, Rabbi Shimon ben Elezer says, Al teratz es chaver chabishas kaso. Do not appease your fellow in the time of his anger. When someone is massively angry, when someone is really upset, that is not the time to try to get them to calm down. The two words that famously don't get a person to calm down are saying the words, calm down. It doesn't help. It doesn't work. Trust me, it doesn't work. Do not appease your fellow in the time of his anger. Wait till later on. Wait till they calm down officially to try to talk about whatever happened, whatever was the trigger, whatever was the problem. Timing is key. Do not console him. Do not console a person while his dead lies before him. Famously, it is not helpful, to say the least, to say to someone who just started Shiva, ah, it was their time anyway, ah, they lived a long life, ah, you'll get over it, ah, don't worry about it. Really terrible things to say in any case at any time, but especially when it just happened, especially when it's raw, have the ability to have proper tact, proper understanding of timing, proper understanding of placement. When a person just had someone pass away, lo Elenu, do not console him while his dead is lying before him, while it just happened, while it's super raw, and super hurtful and painful. Oh my gosh. Wow, I'm so excited to go to my grandfather's party. To say that to your friend who just lost his grandfather a week and a half ago would be a terribly inappropriate and unhelpful and hurtful thing to say. Not only to think about timing, but to think about sensitivity. God forbid someone had a loss. God forbid someone had something tragic or upsetting happen to their life and something good happened in replacement of something bad that happened to them. Like they couldn't have a child, God forbid, or the child didn't work out. God forbid they lost a parent, lost a grandparent, and you just had a child or you just met your grandpa, whatever. Not good things to say, especially at the wrong time. It's all about timing, tactfulness, sensitivity, and understanding another's pain and another situation. So understand that and keep that in mind. Do not question him about his vow at the time he makes it. Of course, we're not supposed to make vows to begin with. We're always supposed to say Blineder, and we get try to get rid of them at Yom Kippur Rosh Hashanah time, you know, with Hataras Nadarim and then with Kol Nidre. But in general, if a person does this stuff, do not question him at the time that he makes it. Do not attempt to see him at the time of his degradation. Do not try to understand him. Do not try to watch him as he's having a stumble, a fall, or something is, is going on. You know, he had a relapse into the alcohol, into this or the that, or he, he stumbled and had to go into the non-kosher restaurant for the smells or whatnot. At the time that something happens when a person falls, do not judge him. Do not try to see him. Do not try to understand him. They say, Do not judge your friend until you walked in his shoes, until you walked a mile in his shoes. If it was never difficult for you to struggle with alcohol or anything like that or smoking or 
using the phone too much, if anything like that wasn't a struggle for you, how could you judge the person? The only type of judging, I always say, Blaine Edder, the only type of judging a person should do if you're going to judge, which you shouldn't do to begin with, but if you're going to judge, the only type of judging you should do is Dan Lekav Zechus. You want to judge? Judge for the favor of the benefit of the doubt. Judge to try to see how maybe we could see, oh, maybe he walked into the McDonald's because it was 100 degrees and he was dying from thirst. God forbid he needed the bottled water that had the good Asher. Oh, he walked into the Burger King. Maybe it was 105 degrees and he needed some air conditioning. Oh, he walked by that area that only has non-kosher restaurants. Maybe he really needed the bathroom. Don Lekavschus is the only type of judging we should do. And oftentimes when you do judge for the benefit of the doubt, that's actually what happened. There's an amazing book, I believe by Yehuda Salmon. I don't remember the name of the author. I think that's the name. The Other Side of the Story. Excellent, fantastic book teaching us how we have to look at the other side. We don't always know the details. We don't always know the ideas. But at the time that something happens, if you judge a tzaddik, and you judge him for the benefit, then usually that's what the case is. But for Arasha, they say you can judge for the for the bad aspects because usually that is what it is. But in general, the idea of timing, tactfulness, sensitivity, thinking about a person and the time and the place and what happened, understand, don't appease at the time of anger, don't console at the time the debt is there very recently and raw, don't question the vow, and don't attempt to see him at a time where he stumbles and falls and sins or whatnot in his own life or a time that he stumbles in his life, don't try to push him down. If he accidentally says something that's tactless or accidentally says something foolish out loud, don't make it worse. You know, Maba Bene Chavera Barabim is like, literally like Ritzicha, like killing someone. Yomar Ukva and his wife would jump into a fire so that the charity collector of the poor person wouldn't even see them. Tamar almost jumped into the fire in order not to embarrass Yehuda. Those are the people we learn the lesson from. It's better to jump in the fire and die than to embarrass someone publicly. So at the time of someone's degradation, don't try to see them. Don't try to be involved. Sephardo points out, although it is fitting that a tzaddik, righteous person, attempt to assist his fellow man, as it is written, love your fellow man, love your neighbor as yourself. Nonetheless, it is not proper to do so under these trying circumstances, for at such times, it is difficult for a person to remain in control of his emotions. He does not even have the ability to consciously choose to accept your words, and hence, you will not be able to accomplish your goal, may even exacerbate the situation or the problem. So remember, understand timing and placement and aspects of life. Be sensitive. Be understanding. Be knowledgeable about the time and the place of everything. And hopefully in such a way we could be more sensitive, we could be more understanding, and we could hurt less people, bring more ahavad chinam and lashem tov and wonderful things in the world every single day. Join us next time as we talk about not rejoicing when your enemy falls here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.